Hey, I'm Matt Sparks. And I'm Branson Stowell. And welcome to the Film Exchange, where two friends and film enthusiasts discuss the films that inspire us. Today's pick is Naked, a 1993 British drama directed by Mike Lee. The story follows the journey of Johnny, a young man who leaves Manchester for London after assaulting a woman. In the city, he engages in a series of sexual and intellectual encounters with various people while struggling with his own existential crisis. Johnny's nihilistic and misanthropic worldview is challenged by the people he meets, including his ex-girlfriend, a security guard, and a lonely young woman. As the story progresses, his behavior becomes more erratic, leading to the devastating climax that forces him to confront the consequences of his own actions. Naked is a gritty and thought-provoking exploration of human relationships, morality, and the search for meaning in a chaotic world. Matt, why did you pick Naked? Well, uh, this is a film that we've definitely referenced on the show before, and that's because it's one of both of our favorites. And when we first started having these conversation before we had the podcast, this was one of the first films that we talked about that got us excited and I thought it was time that we watched it again and record our thoughts about it. But I think it's a great introduction to Mike Lee and an interesting character study and amazing performance by David Thewlis. What did you think? You were my introduction to Mike Lee in general. And man, what a very fascinating, diverse filmography. I watched Naked and I followed it up with Mr. Turner, which I hadn't watched until recently. But he's just got such range between happy-go-lucky, like he can do period pieces, comedies, dramas. There's a lot of range. But this film to me is kind of the starting point. It's the most core to his being. It's a hard film to watch. The opening scene starts with a rape. Yeah, exactly. Would you say this film is for everyone? So, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think this film is for people that are looking for movies that are about philosophical discussion, kind of movies about existential crisis, about society, about what I would call people living on the edge of society to this day, like destitute lives. But I think this film is also for people who are interested in getting into Mike Lee, art films, dialogue-heavy art films, and... For the really deep, hardcore Harry Potter fans, you know, David Thewlis plays Remus Lupin, and this is kind of where he got his launch, and uh, it's given me a new appreciation for him as an actor. I mean, he just knocks it out of the park. One thing I think it's good to preface about watching a Mike Lee film is his, like, method of working with actors is totally different, and his method of making films. What he does before he even has a story is he gathers actors, suggests a theme, and then they improvise for weeks and weeks and develop characters together. And they go out on the street and, you know, perform amongst real people. Like this one, they they rehearsed and made the characters for 12 weeks. And then he went and wrote the screenplay. And then they Mm. shoot the film. But I think that's why this, this film, it kind of feels like you're just watching these people, watching these events happen in front of you and i think because of that process like it's hard to imagine this film just being written you know the characters and the performance there's such a critical part of it you definitely can't come into this without having some exposure to non-linear films not that this film is not directly linear but i just feel like if you're looking for a sort of traditional arc and a goal that your characters are are trying to accomplish that is a shifting target throughout the movie and i think that's part of the point is that this film is a lot about survival understanding the world around you despite that 
Johnny, played by David Thewlis, does a really good job of making that desperation entertaining. Despite his appearance, demeanor, and general malfeasance towards human beings, his almost uh, misanthropic behavior, he's charming, right? He's not a great guy, I would say, but he's charismatic. As, as a protagonist, you're just kind of glued to watching him. I mean, it's just, it feels like a real person. A couple of different publications had him on their top anti-heroes list. And he just kind of has a general disdain at times for human beings that comes out in a really ugly way. But at the same time, you feel like there's this part of him that's trying to connect to people. And I think that that's the part where it's relatable. It's like, you know, someone who at their worst could be Johnny. He's smart. At least that's the vibe that you get. I mean, he's a voracious reader. He's a deep thinker. And then there are these moments where he sort of contradicts his own behavior. And he actually tries to help people. All with that very thick Mancunian accent. <laughs> that accent is impenetrable at times. But I mean, <laughs> another thing I think worth mentioning, although the film was birthed from 11 weeks of improvisation, the shooting itself is all very scripted and they don't detract from the script. It's all blocked. And I think that's interesting that it's a film that comes from improvisation, but what you're seeing is not improvised. It's scripted and written out. Like There is only one improvised scene in the film and mm. that's when David Thewlis Johnny is haranguing the uh, poster man that was improvised but I will ask what is your favorite scene I think my favorite scene though is one of Johnny's more human moments it's a movie about a wandering guy he's this itinerant babbler who seems like he's kind of on the edge of homelessness you and I live in big cities there's times where homeless people will try and talk to you all the time and it makes you wonder how many Johnny's are out there my favorite scene, to answer your question, is he goes into London and he's he's sitting outside of a security office and he's reading and, and the security guard comes over and starts talking to him. And that whole sequence of him and the security guard, to me, is the most powerful moment in the film because I think it's the most humanizing for him. He assumes the security guard's just going to kick him out. He ends up coming inside and he... he weirdly has a human moment with him even though he sort of also has these ranting and ravings with him about the apocalypse he's explaining to him he's like well my job is i to key tag all these things and meanwhile he's like it's in the book of revelation the apocalypse is now what he respects about the security officer that he doesn't really have with anyone else in the film is that intellectualism he sees this guy who's reading multiple books behind the counter and there's a little bit of a respect he's trying to like kind of puff up his chest and talk about all the books he's read but they actually have a, a great little exchange so what is your favorite scene i mean there's two images that stick with me when i the most when i think about this movie and one is from this the sequence with brian the security guard but if i had mm. to boil it down to a specific scene I always think about that scene when he's giving he's giving him the tour of the empty building that he's guarding. And it's a completely dark floor with these pillars. And you just see their silhouettes. Johnny is going on about the apocalypse, like you mentioned. Brian is trying to argue this, but like can't quite keep up with him. It feels really cinematic to me with the framing composition, but also with like as a viewer, you're simultaneously like witnessing Johnny's kind of madness for the first time. And you mm. empathize with him with that. And but you're also kind of seeing Brian's the security guard's loneliness and desperation. And the music in that scene is so intense. Like London's never felt so harsh or dangerous or unforgiving. I think of that image and then I also think of the image of uh, Johnny hopping away at the end of the movie 
and going on to more misfortunes. The, the film t- kind of teases a happy ending that him and his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend are going to go back to Manchester together and maybe start over. And then Johnny has an injured foot. His ex-girlfriend says, I'm going to go pack my bags, quit my job. And then he hops away and as the sun rises and it's the end of the film. Yeah, it is brutal. Well, yeah, can we talk for a minute just about the, the women in this film? I mean, talk about what such fascinating characters, especially in that household. Yeah, Louise and Sophie. And it's so funny because Louise, she kind of has to hold the fort down for everybody. Johnny essentially comes back to that house and immediately, you know, tries to go after Sophie. Instead of putting her feelings about her ex connecting with a roommate and all this stuff, she's just looking at these two as both kind of disaster cyclones and trying to questions like, what are you thinking, Sophie? You know, Johnny has these glimpses, and I think the most painful part about this movie of feeling like he could be a better person to transition into one thing i really want to touch on never before is that anti-hero side of him those glimpses of goodness side of him seen than when it's put up against maybe my favorite character in the movie jeremy the landlord played by greg kurtwell (laughs) who is just probably one of the most evil characters ever on screen (laughs) horrible right this guy is a london rich banker landlord who essentially gets his kicks abusing sexually assaulting and physically dominating all sorts of people he's kind of a contrasts johnny i wonder what the film would have been like without him if you would have just hated johnny because he makes johnny seem like a nice guy mike lee's thesis or one of the points he makes is a lot of this film is about people but more specifically women being kind of mistreated in so many ways but he makes the strong argument mike lee does that johnny is not a misogynist he's an apathist you know he's just not really caring about people's feelings a little sociopathic but he's not actively hating you don't really feel that until you see jeremy come on screen and that guy is evil and so evil that one of the most tense parts of the movie for i'm sure everybody is when johnny comes back jeremy has come into the apartment and just decided to essentially take advantage of his tenants against their will not leave threaten them torture them and johnny comes back and it's this weird moment where you're trained as a film viewer to be like save them (laughs) you know do something you know you have that moment and you're like am i really asking this homeless guy who's already like abused other people in the movie gotten his ass kicked and is like crawling up these stairs to be the savior but you are When Jeremy comes out and is looking down at him, like there's a moment where I'm like, Johnny could die. I did want to just touch on, you know, uh, this film was nominated for a BAFTA, um, but I don't know that Mike, to be honest, I don't know that Mike Lee's really gotten his due yet. I mean, he's always nominated. It was, he won best director at Cannes for this and David Thewlis best actor, rightfully so, was nominated for the Palme d'Or. And, you know, Mike Lee has been to uh, Oscar a number of times. I would say I can't think of a better name for this movie than Naked. It's just perfect name. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, why? Why Naked? I actually don't know that I like the name. Really? I don't know. I think it's Mike Lee's most raw film. You know, you're seeing people at their lowest states, most naked, most raw. This city of London, it's most naked state. Looking at the poster now, it's kind of misleading. All you see is David Thewlis looking at a pair of uh, ladies' lingerie shot through her thighs. I think 
people probably picked this up from Blockbuster thinking it was a different kind of movie based on the poster. My biggest problem with Naked is I think that while there's certainly like some, it has like a over sexual element to it. And certainly there's like a lot of sexuality in this movie, but I think it's missing the broader point or it's, it doesn't quite lead you to that broad point. I think that in tandem with the poster that you talked about, it just feels like you're pigeonholing this film into one concept and it could be so much more. So I yeah. am starting the naked renaming campaign to <laughs> its new title nude. <laughs> okay. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast on Mike Lee's Naked. Be sure to check it out. If you like the pod, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Exchange Pod, all one word. And we will look forward to seeing you next time 